Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. It is fight night and they're about to begin in Las Vegas. UFC 276, the early prelims. The card starts less than 20 minutes from now. So get your bets in, ladies and gentlemen. That's Brendan Tobin. I'm Sean Levine. Producer Jake Noaker joining us as well. And we're going to give you the method to the madness these fights coming up in a little while. How we're going to bet and what round, who's going to win, and if it's going to be a finish or a decision. But right now, let's talk trilogies because we got Volkanovski Holloway 3 tonight. And me and BT both are kind of on the side of Max Holloway. More for the value, getting plus 170 on a guy we both agree won the second time around. Let's just go ahead and start with one that I don't have in my top five, and I'm curious if you do. Connor Poirier. Like, first time around, awesome. Connor bounced his head off the canvas. Second time around, awesome. Poirier crumpled him up. Third time around, it was just so anticlimactic. Like, not only do I not want to see a fourth one, I kind of want to forget the third one. Yeah, it's a weird trilogy, right? Like, because it's, you know... I mean, I, I you can't say it's not memorable though. Like Conor McGregor basically, you know, saying your wife was in me DMs, like with his leg snapped. Hey, you can't say that's not memorable. That is memorable. But I'm with you. It's not because it was an anticlimactic ending. I do feel like Poirier was probably on his way to winning that fight anyway. Um, but a, a weird rivalry too, because like the the first win was like up on like. Connor mania like that was on the uh, the up and up where this guy was like the biggest thing in combat sports I mean like we're learning this guy is the biggest thing in combat sports second fight like Dustin Poirier he's been at the top of his game Conor McGregor not really and so like okay this matchup kind of makes sense but they're very nice to each other they're both like oh we're both dads we've grown up and super super cordial with each other you know he's gonna make a donation they're sharing hot sauce and then Dustin absolutely obliterates him. And then you have this weird thing with the charity that goes down. So they're super mean to each other in the third fight. And it just ends with Connor's leg getting snapped. Here's the thing. It, to me, it was never even. To me, Connor was the much better fighter the first time around. And he showed it. The second time around, Poirier at that point, it just his skill set had become better than Connor's. Connor had aged a little bit. The third time, it we, we saw what happened. Like, it, wasn't really all that close for as long as it lasted. So I don't know why anybody wants to see that one a fourth time around. However, if we're talking Conor McGregor and we're talking trilogies, the one that I think everybody wants to see and the one that to me is starting to make the most sense is Conor versus Nate three. Now we all know what happened the first couple of times around 
which first of all, which fight did you like more? Like, which fight did you enjoy more? I I think your answer is going to be Nate the first time around because of this, how surprising it was and all that. But man, I just watched the second fight this morning. That's a pretty damn fun one too. That was a great fight. I think the thing that just, I, I just remember being at a bar for the Nate thing. And that was just, it was just so crazy because you just thought like Connor was invincible at this point. Uh, Nate was taking that. I remember it was a short notice fight. He was supposed to be fighting RDA. And so everybody just thought like, Oh, he's going to kill Nate Diaz. This is going to be easy. And so for him to get that win, was just so huge. I, I think that's just what makes it more special than the uh, the second fight. Second fight was super close. I think that kind of proved a lot of things in that fight because everybody always said, oh, he had no cardio. Guy's got no heart. And he definitely needed a lot to, to gut that one out. I think Nate won the second fight. I think that the UFC, I'm not saying there was any buddy business going on, but what's happening tonight with Volkanovski Holloway 3, I don't know if we've seen it before where it's a trilogy where the same guy won the first two fights. Like, there has to be some sort of funny business or the public feels the way they do about it for it to happen a third time around. And that's why part of it made me always think that I didn't want to bet Nate the second time around because if it was close, and it was, talking about Connor Nate too, they were going to raise Connor's hand so you could get it a third time. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get I get you. Like, it, Connor, Connor getting the rub in that fight or getting the judges call in that fight is not is not a surprising thing. I think we see that in fights. I think the thing that I actually found surprising with what you're talking about tonight is I thought that Max did a lot of the good things in the early goings of that fight. It surprised me that at the end of it, judges were just going to go with, oh, he got, he got taken down a couple times. Like, you thought that was the story of the fight? So... Judging's weird, man. I mean, look, that's that's a, a show we could do a hundred times every single yeah. week. Like, you never know what these guys are looking for and what they will actually value when it comes to who actually wins these things. And I just think with Alexander Volkanovsky and, and Max Holloway, they've been very fascinating fights because the first fight, you know, I, I thought super fast start for Volkanovsky. Max kind of came out at the end, but Volk was still, I think, I, I, I definitely think that he still had some level of separation there. The second fight's just so strange because it felt like Max just got off to such a huge lead. And I just don't understand, like, the margins there where they thought Volk had the comeback in him, you know? I just didn't think that he did. He did, you know, props to him for being as durable and showing heart, but I just didn't think that he had those moments that really valued enough of him getting rounds like that. Reasonable minds can defer, though, because I do disagree where you said at the end you thought Max kind of slowed down or got tired. I didn't see it that way. Like, I, if I was betting tonight, the third time around, I wouldn't go, okay, if it goes into deep water, then Volkanovski has the advantage. I didn't see it like that. I thought Max was fine at the end. Yeah, well, that's that's not typically how he... I think, I think probably the reason I think that is he's put up a very high bar for himself because he's typically Touché. the ultimate... He's the ultimate late-round fighter. And you did see him get taken down a couple times, although he popped right back up. Like, that's... Usually, it's Max, like, sitting there like, hey last 10 seconds let's just throw down and you know i just i think that volk did wear on him a little bit but not enough i thought to get his hand raised when you were talking i was thinking of the calvin cater fight where he was like turning to the the guys announcing the fight talking about he was the best boxer and still punching and still dodging punches like yeah you're right he is usually a guy that gets better late in the fight but if this one goes late like if it gets into the championship rounds i don't necessarily think either guy has an advantage or feels like okay now i've got him you know tired i They've gone 10 rounds and we haven't seen that. Well, I think it's, that's the interesting thing with Max, too, is he likes to admire his work. Like, he will sit yeah. there and he will beat a guy up and then he'll, like, 
do the like stutter step. Yeah, yeah like I almost think that it's on Max. Like if he sees that he has Volkanovski rocked, like I think he's got to go pounce on him. Oh, he man. will. Like he, I'm telling you, he will. Tonight's not for show. Tonight's not any of that. Nate Nick Diaz, you know, hit a guy on the chin, step back like he did against Leon Edwards, dance a little bit, get the crowd excited because he's going for the belt and he's going for his legacy. Like if Max gets Volk on his chicken legs, Volk's gonna become the chicken. I'm telling you. And I know he's never got knocked out. I think, and I'll just tell you what I'm kind of hedging toward. I think Max does knock him out tonight because I think that's Max's only path to victory. Right now, that's sitting around seven to one. All right, we'll break that down more when we get to the method of the madness coming up in our next segment. Here's my list of favorite trilogies, UFC trilogies, that is, all time. Vandalay Rampage, we saw that one go down three times. Kane versus Junior Dos Santos, that's my fourth favorite. Stipe versus DC. If DC would have won the last one, I would probably have this a little bit higher. Uh, number two, GSP versus Matt Hughes, and got to go back in the day with my favorite trilogy of all time, Chuck versus Tito. Did I miss anything egregious? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, I think that's a pretty good list. I love Kane versus Junior Dos Santos because I remember uh, like watching Kane lose on Fox. Remember that was the first Fox card? Yeah, like what oh, a yeah. big deal that was. That was wild, dude. Like that was that was such a that was such a wild thing that because everybody's talking. Kane was like going to be like the face of the promotion, and for him to lose like that to JDS was pretty wild. Um, and that's a good rivalry between both of them. And 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 DC's uh, that's a great one too between him and Steve just because. You know, DC getting that first win was so huge, I think, for his legacy to get something away from John Jones. But, you know, Stipe, man, you just can't kill him. Like, it's one of these things not, where, like, not, not seeing DC versus John Jones for a third time, though, is always going to leave a bad taste in my mouth because, yeah, John's the greatest of all time. We're going to get to a GOAT conversation here in just a second because we've got Israel Adansandi and Max and Volkanovsky, all these guys kind of going for that on tonight's card. But, I've always felt that because it happened twice in the case of John Jones versus DC, where essentially both times it got overturned and belt ended up back in the hands of DC, that if that's the one that's always going to be like, damn it, we never got to see that a third time around. And gee, I know John probably would have won and John probably would look dominant in the fight, but like not getting a chance to see it's just always going to leave a bitter taste for me. Yeah, it's not so much I feel that like I you don't... don't care. I feel like you don't care about seeing that. Why? 
because I think John's better. Like, I don't think there has to be anything to, for me that's going to ever, th- I'm never going to think that DC is the better fighter. I, you know, I get it, you know, uh, I get it between, you know, the steroids and all that type of stuff. But like, dude, this is the wild West. Like things were going on. TRT was going wild. Like he was fighting Vitor Belfort juice to the gills. Who was on his arm, like a, like a pit bull on a pork chop. Um, I just think <laughs> the only thing that I'm going to miss though, is like, man, the, some of the best fight promotion of all time between their brawl in the casinos and the, the second promotion lead, like they're epic. So like, you're not going to, you wouldn't not get me into a third fight, but I don't feel like I need it to have a John for DC or John to, to settle. Who's better. I think John's better. There's no need for a third fight between John and DC. Did you see what DC was crying on the mic, man? There's people. It was bad. But, yeah, he got he got heck up. But look, DC, I'll, I'll give him credit. Like, he fought a lot better in that second fight. He really did. Uh, I mean, and, and 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 got to John at times. It's just John's a beast, dude. Like that's does John that's, being dirty not like literally coming up dirty in both those fights not bother you guys at all? Like he's John's gonna ever. come up dirty forever. <laughs> Any fight ever, he's coming up dirty. Why do you think he's been suspended? You saw him dude, like go like yo, dude. Yeah, and then go look at the guys that John like mowed through and be like, oh yeah, that guy was clean, that guy was clean, that guy. Yeah, come on, dude. Like, let's let's be real dirty. about it. They're they all dirty. Like everybody, it's 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 like saying like, oh, are you mad at Barry Bonds' home run record? It's like, uh, no. You ever hear of Eric Gagne? Yeah, he was clean. Get out of here, dude. Like, let's okay. stop let, let's stop being children about this. For for the for the record, I am pissed off about Barry Bonds. Dude, he hit 70, what? what, 77? Come on, dude. If you broke the record and you hit like 72 or 73 or whatever, you hit seven, what was it, 80? How many dude, even Okay, then go, you know what, do me a favor. Go ahead, go put on your George Brett pajamas and, 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 and think about the natty days. He cheated too with his damn pine tar. <laughs> I don't I even do know have what George Brett pajamas, old. the old school baby blue ones. They're <laughs> sick. I don't know how you know that, but it is true. All right, uh, because we're talking goat, uh, real quick, Jake, jump in here. When it comes to goat status, Israel Adesanya. I mean, how many other guys does he have to check off the middleweight list to be considered the goat? Uh, well, Anderson Silva's got ten title defenses. Izzy's got One. four. Okay. Is I don't know. It? I mean. I think if Izzy can do another three or four over the span of another couple of years, we're in discussion because he did beat Anderson Silva too. Yeah, again, Anderson at the time was not quite He's a grandpa Anderson. though. Like that's not fair. Yeah. Okay, yeah, true, but that's the but... fighting. That's the game. Like, what do you want to do? Jump in your hot tub time machine and get a twenty-eight-year-old Anderson taking on a thirty-year-old Israel Adesanya? Like, sorry, BT, it's not the way it works. Yeah. Get back in your video game world. I want that. Um, Coming up next in round number two, the method to the madness, UFC 276 is minutes away from opening the curtain. And we're going to tell you how to bet all the fights on the main card and make some money right here on the BetQL Network. 